Hello and welcome to episode 31. Yeah, 31. Jeez. It's just like yesterday we recorded episode 30. I'm I'm your host for the episode, Lou. And I am Zelin. Is that the finger guy? Yeah, finger guy. Disgusting. It's right. I, you know, you should have you, you wa- been Yasmin. I've washed my hands and sanitized them. Don't worry. That that man's the reason why COVID spread. Put his finger down everyone's ear. That's disgusting. Anyways, you may have heard last week's episode. It sounds weird to say, but yeah, last week's episode we spoke about Ryan and Graham, and this week we're finishing up our Graham discussion because who would not love a Good, good, good sandwiched episode with Brian as the bread, Yaz as the bread, and Graham as the filling. <laughs> um, and then, as soon as we're finished with our Graham discussion, we're going to be uh, filling the next two hours. <laughs> Spurs are on today, so I can't take that long. Um, <clears throat> Definitely not giving away what day. Actually, it's the Christmas period. We play a lot. Um, carry on. Um, Who's going to check? Who's going to fact check this anyways? Then I'm going to try and let Scott have a five second speech (laughs) as we talk about Yasmin Khan. So, Scott. Yes. Or Serlin or Finger Guy. Whoever you're going to. That's right. Just just call me Scott from now. Graham. You'd like me to talk about Graham? Yeah. I need you to speak sometime on this episode. It can't just be me monologuing the whole time about Yasmin Khan. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the first thing I would like to say about Graham is um, fun fact for you, listeners. Oh, I missed... You didn't do one last episode. I know, I didn't do one last episode. It's no, all right. It's a two-parter. No, it's not. No, it's not. D- you you D- just you just single-handedly, like, disrupted the Matrix. <laughs> you you know, you're the reason why this podcast is going to, like, self-destruct after this episode. Why would you do that? Should... You just... Okay, first of all, before I give you this week's fun fact, here's last week's um, fun fact. Um, Ryan um, yes. is a cool character. Now, this week's fun fact for you listeners. Um, did you know that Graham O'Brien used to be a bus driver? Because he never mentioned it. Wow, I totally didn't know this information. <laughs> you know, it would totally make sense for him to be a bus driver. But, you know, I don't think he's even mentioned the fact that Grace had told him, you better not be like Blake the Snake. Is that Taylor Swift's yeah. like, new code name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, bi- oh, that big whole long setup was just to tell you uh about Graham, the bus driver. If Graham was a darts player, his nickname would be the bus driver. It'd be Graham, the bus driver, O'Brien. Next on the hockey is Graham, the bus driver, O'Brien. Fun fact, listeners. I don't like darts, but Scott does. I do, and it's currently the World Championships. There's a World Championships for darts? Yes. All you're doing is throwing a needle at a wall. Anyway, you can join me next week on my darts podcast. <laughs> Jeez, imagine. Imagine if one day you just wake up and Scott's got a darts podcast. It could happen. 
No, better not. I'll call, Don't I'll call it arrows and arrows. I wouldn't listen. I'm not going to lie to you. You'll just be monologuing to yourself. I'm sure like one person will listen. And you know, that Yourself? that that really just narrows down our our listen account for this podcast as well. And also Scott. Yeah. If you do a darts podcast, it's just gonna recreate your last one. Oh, what was it called again? That... What was it called again? So, so uh <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I really just want listeners to know we've been uh we, we we we've been doing this for a while today. So at this point in time, we are starting to go down this slope of like we're, we're productive, but it's also like twenty twenty has been a long year. Um, yeah, you know, this is the time of day we're usually on Fortnite. The end... <laughs> so the, the the end of the year is is tough for lots of. Uh, people as we know various people amongst us are in tier four um over in the uk and you know (laughs) time is short like like daylight um and like um sontarans who are also short um and just and just like yes i'm gonna i'm gonna move on um and to actually giving you my first kind of thoughts on Graham, even though I've already spoken about Graham last week. Today. Um, slash today. Um, slash, like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, Graham O'Brien, the bus driver. Okay, so I just want to like go back to like when I found out that Bradley Walsh was going to be in Doctor Who. Like, Were you in camp? I... <sighs> Possibly. I can't remember when the companion announcement was made. Um, but whenever it was made, um, I had been a fan of Brad of like Bradley Walsh, the 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 the, the game show host, the the you know, the the host of the chase and of various other things on, on the telly. Um but I did not know I knew very little about Bradley Walsh the actor, and I was very interested to see what Bradley Walsh the actor would be like because I'm a fan of Bradley Walsh the 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 person the personality um and I really like Graham you know not just because he walks through time and space with some sandwiches in his pockets um and also he's always complaining to the doctor about stupid things like um might I bring up my favorite Graham moment ever and it's so important to me. It is on my lanyard. I know. We're, go- we're going full out here. So let's take you to Rosa, where they're in, they're in the motel. And 13 pulls out a Sharpie. He's like, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You can't be drawing on the walls. You ain't Banksy. Oh, my. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then, and then, like, the door knocks. And, like, and then he's, she's, he's like, dot the wall. And then she like sonics the pen off the wall, and she's like, "Bet thanks he doesn't have one of those." Or do I? Or... I mean, I just love that he walks around calling the doctor Doc. And also, like, just just how like te- like tell it real it is, like, like th- I really love Thirteen and Graham's relationship. It's so familiar. It's not a very big one compared to. Yaz and the Doctor, but that's also because you can't manage three companions if you're not confident. 
you know, it's it's like you can't have um, a, a three way relationship, and if you're not confident with the first one, you know, you can't you can't have um, three packs of crisps if you're not confident you're gonna finish the second one. You know, it's it's very much like you can't. So the fact that Graham and Thirteen do have some sort of a small relationship, like um, oh, I really want to quote it, but I don't know the quote off by heart. But he was. Like she was talking and asked if he knew about something, and he, and he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I know about this. I have no idea what." Oh, when, like when when in it's in. Uh, can you hear me? Oh, um, yeah. Where she's like, like give me, give me an A to Z of, of the universe, and I can put my finger on. I've got no, no idea. No, I no idea. And also, like when she uses a TARDIS telepathic circuits, um, circuits. Um, he's like, "Doc, is this gonna hurt?" And she's like, "Nah, maybe." Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Like I just, I just love the side of thirteen that Graham brings out, and and just Graham is such an amazing companion. Just talking about him and just the fact that Graham's arc revolves so closely to food is also brilliant. One of my favorite unanswered questions, um, in like series twelve of Doctor Who, is. Who were the ghosts that made Graham the food in the haunting of Villa Diodati? Because we never found and out why about were they them. Again. And also, where did Thirteen get those buses from for Graham? But... I, I've 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 had enough um, head cannons for them. Like I think she said they're like a pair I used to own um, that were either Audrey Hepburns or um, was it was it Pythagoras? I think it was Pythagoras. Yeah. They yeah. were Audrey Hepburns. Um, I'll have to like double check that. Yeah, I believe. I believe if, if, the line. Who knows? But all I know is Thirteen has met Audrey Hepburn with the fam. Yeah, she met them with the fam. Um, in Star Tales book, shameless plug. Even though it's not sponsored, I really enjoy that book series because it's not just mainly Thirteen focused. It ha- has like Eleven meeting Amelia Earhart. But again, if anyone wants to sponsor this podcast um please drop us an email at subwave network podcast at gmail.com um we'd be more than happy for sponsors um, yeah but i i really admire also like i want to bring up a comic moment if you will allow it when you say comic moment do you mean as in a funny moment or a moment from the comics a, a moment okay from i mean either way it would have been a yes but i just wanted to know um so in the it's not the current series but it's in the current set of them so 13 is currently in a crossover with tenant and at the moment it's the rose series but series one is with martha so they end up stuck in the 1960s and graham goes on about how like he he wants to go to um woods Wood, woodstock Wood, yes Woodstock. Yes. And he's and then at the end of the comic I believe he's like, Oh, so no time for that then. <laughs> like 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 and then uh like like I just love it. Um the, the comic series is a really great way for you to like see some really subtle, funny moments between the companions. Um and just just like Graham talking about that and also like El like Graham mentioned like thirty mentioned Elvis and stuff. Like Graham's always so impressed by the little things about thirteen, and then when it's the big thing, he's like, 
no idea what you're on about. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, stop well, doing that. Also, I need it. my uh, Graham and Captain Jack. Like, sit. Oh, I know, listeners, you know, we, we briefly mentioned the prospect of Ryan or Graham turning up in Big Finish in the future. I have changed my mind now. I would be completely okay with um, Graham turning up in, like, the Captain Jack Big Finish audios. Like, that works. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, I, I I would love to see because that they would more. always prior they would prioritize food and drink so Graham can get his sandwiches and Jack can you know have a drink. You know, like can I offer this headcanon on if they did travel yes. together, um, they would make a bucket list of places <laughs> they need to visit together. <laughs> um, like Jack would be like, you know, there's this really cool like space bar that I went to, and they do really good sandwiches, and then. Graham's like, all right, cockle, sign um, me up. Wh- what was that accent? The the Jack one, not the Graham um, one. <laughs> um, um, basically, I was channeling okay. Bronnie because she likes to write like she's American see, sometimes. She, she's from the Wirral. She was also a guest on the podcast. Uh, so you should go check that episode out if you haven't. It's episode 25. 25 Sounds 25. about right. Um, you should go check it you out. You should whatever episode you know what, you should just go check them all out and then come back to us and tell us what number it was yeah how, how, how does that sound does that sound like it sounds really cool. good um episode 19 by the way is the number episode 19 why did i think it was why did i think it was like the 20s i mean it was almost the 20s mm-hmm. this is what COVID's doing to us there's no sense of reality all the time. Is this real life? Is this just fantasy? Is this just fantasy? Have you seen the meme where it's like a fanta yes. shape like a sea? I could do with a fanta right now. <laughs> anyway. What type um, of fanta? Okay. No, 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 no. You can't uh, orange fanta, fruit twist fanta. There's only two options here. If you pick any or, other fanta. Orange. I, fanta fanta orange. Like yeah. classic. You're boring and basic. Okay, but... Also, I haven't had Fanta Lemon in so long. It's Fanta, it's a, it's oh, a yeah, lemon no Fanta. Um, but not the point. <laughs> not the point of the conversation. Well, you... But if, but if Fanta yes, also wants to, to sponsor us and send us Fantas. <laughs> I really like Fanta Fruit Twist. Um, honestly, Graham and 13. I really want just some Graham and 13 Big Finish. That would be cool. Like, maybe there's a time where, you know, Yaz is needed back at work for something, and Graham, and and then Ryan's like, you know, I'm going to hang with my mate for a little bit, and Graham's just like, right, Doc, you, let's, let's You go could on definitely do something, like, before the beginning of Spyfall, when they all go off and do their own little things, you could very easily, in like, Big mm-hmm. Finish could insert the Doctor with any combination of those companions. Well, maybe maybe there is a thing where like thirteen picks each one of them up for a trip, but sp- suited mm-hmm. for them that they know the others wouldn't that enjoy. Could work. Like, like it would make so much sense because there would have been a time, or like maybe like one of the companions rung thirteen <laughs> in that time period because she was very active with them, and they were just bored. So the doc was like, 
All right, love. Let's go on an adventure. Very, I'm, I'm very much paraphrasing this Australian video, and I'm not going to say the full video because they say a dirty <laughs> word, and I don't want to talk about saying it on the podcast. It's a family friendly uh, <laughs> podcast, listeners. Exactly, exactly. So I can't say it, but um, it's, it's. A, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, it's very funny. If not, um, you're missing out. <laughs> Scott, I'll paraphrase it to you. Understood. Cast episode. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe, 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 maybe there is a time period. Like, th- I'm sure there is a time period where there would have been a time for 13 and Ryan, 13 and Graham to go on an adventure together. Because, I mean, th- Yaz, Yaz needed to go back to work true, sometimes. Because, you know, maybe dozens of parking dispute. Look, she's bigger than parking disputes. Oh, she deserves, like, I'm gonna say it. I'm bringing the legend up. She deserves Martha Level type, like, aspirational But you it doesn't exist at the moment. <laughs> no, but, you know, maybe, maybe there is another job similar. You know, she deserves, like, something like that. But anyways, um, I think I th- I think we're ready to do our overall Graham final thoughts because I don't know. <laughs> You're ready but... to talk about Yaz. Yeah. All right. So my final thoughts on um Graham. Well, I want to first of all um give you one of my favorite um Graham quotes uh from um It Takes You Away. Uh, where they're talking to ribbons, um, and uh, Graham just says, "Who are you calling Codger? You stinks of your own wee. That's not my wee. <laughs> Let oh, him go, because you don't want to be those. The, the, <laughs> you don't want to be those words to be your last ones. <laughs> okay, not the. But Graham just is so like inherently kind um, throughout his time on the show." Like I, it's just great to have Bradley Walsh in Doctor Who. Like as a as a profile thing, it was just great to have Bradley Walsh in Doctor Who. I will miss him and Ryan when they both um, go. But like Graham has some lovely moments. There's kind there's uh, there's there's like two that I want to call out. Uh, one is yes. um, in the Ghost Monument. You know, this is way back. First Alien Planets all of that, everything shocked. But he has this lovely moment where he connects with Angstrom um, like because they both oh, because lost, they their both wives. lost their wives. And it was just, it was a and short just... moment, but it was such a lovely moment. And yeah. then just every time that he like thinks of Grace or he remembers Grace, like when he walks back in the house in Arachnids, um, in in Can You Hear Me, where he has the, the dreams of the illness. And just, like, it's so brilliant because it does, it, it drives him, but it, he doesn't let it hold him back too much, um, which is yeah. just what I, I love. It's, he's always bringing grace with him in spirit. Um, he does it through the, like... like through the way he acts and also through the necklace that he wears that we see in uh, It Takes You Away. Yeah, just a question. Did you just... Uh, Possibly. You went really quiet. Simmed you. 
sneezed. The the the, um, the the mic was muted. Thank you for pulling back the curtains for the listeners. Um, <laughs> if you want to know what's going on, listeners, Scott's got a head cold, and I'm just not feeling a hundred percent. It's that um, so... time of the year. You know, and it's like it's like two. Uh, it's Christmas Eve, Eve, and we're both feeling ill. And all through um, the house, maybe, maybe not a podcaster was stirring. <laughs> um, my, my, <laughs> except for that really weird, ominous uh, looking Yasmin Khan figure that's in my room. I actually don't have the. Yasmin so Khan the last thing I want to say on Graham um, is like just brilliant you know with the sandwiches and his speech his speeches to yaz which i've touched upon in in last week's episode um like look my like favorite if 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 i'm gonna do like favorite moments again um but my favorite do you know what i've i've already mentioned it this episode but i think it is the uh the ghosts making him food in the haunting ability (laughs) at And everyone's just like, wait, what? Like he's just all like, oh like when he was trying to ask mm-hmm. for the toilet. It's like that's the little boy's room. Just, yeah, that's 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 my pit. Like there isn't a massive Graham only centric episode, but he just has all of these great moments so sprinkled many through. Moments. Yeah. Um I just really love Graham as a companion and you know what? He's the he's like one of the only companions, in my opinion, that you could pair him with any of the new who com- like doctors, and it would be fun. Like just imagine like eleven and Graham and like eleven just introducing him to all these like, food <laughs> styles that he likes. Like just imagine eleven like being like, like fish custard. And Graham's like, what? But fish custard and then like he just you know and then like 12 12 and graham would have been amazing 10 and graham i think would have been pretty much yeah it would have been somewhere between a donna and a wilf dynamic yeah oh i'd have i'd have loved nine and graham i personally think graham works with so many doctors and so many different people like he is one of Dare I say it? The most all-round you could have ever created for the he show. He just is, though. Like, it's not even like an argument. Like, sure, try and argue it, but you're just going to go purple in the face trying to because I'm not going to agree with it. Like, he is one of those companions where placed in a different, like, situation, like, I don't know, placed with, like, the 10th Doctor, like you know there'd be some fun moments with the ninth doctor you know there'd be some great memories like with 11 you know you know like graham works with so many people like he would work with some classic doctors like i think he would work pretty well with, i uh, i think Tom that Baker. like once i'm a little bit more removed from this era of the show because obviously it's only just gone out um some of these episodes I think in like in a few years' time, when I look back, I think Graham is actually going to be like one of my favorite companions. Graham, although like I won't list him straight off, you give me time mm-hmm. to think about it, and Graham will rank rather high for me. Um, I personally rank my companions on 
two factors and Graham will come into the second factor and we will discuss why Yaz comes into the first factor very shortly. No, it's it's just genuinely like you know when you see yourself in a companion and and then but then you realise right, I can't just keep ranking my self projections. So let me just rank someone who I know would be fun. Like imagine a companion duo of Donna and Graham. Just, just mm-hmm. think about that. Like, I would have loved that. But Graham is such a great companion. And for those people who are still skeptical on new, like, Doctor Who at the moment, like, the new, new stuff, don't, don't judge it because of the writer. Like, like, we all know your feelings about the writer. We know our feelings. Separate the artist from the work. And you have some brilliant episodes with brilliant moments between like Graham and Yaz, Graham and Ryan. Like Graham literally takes on the dad granddad figure of the group. He's always making sure someone like he's always carrying food. And when Hunter was hungry, he gave he gave up his well, you know, Graham loves his food, but he was more than happy to give Hunter the sandwich, knowing that he might be hungry later on. Like he's always giving Yaz pet talks. He's always looking out for Ryan. He's always starting <laughs> at thirteen. Not he but, confided. Know, he confided in thirteen, at the, at the end of um, yeah. it it. Uh, can you hear me? I was about to say it takes you away. Thank you. Uh, at the end of uh, that episode, he you know he confides in, in the doctor. Yeah, and you can just. I just honestly think Grace is. is an amazing companion. I think that's my final thoughts. Go on then. You 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 know where we're going next. I, I do and I just want to find a good segue for it because I don't want to just right Yasmin Khan everybody oh my god what an incredible companion for the younger generation like this is time to self project as I've done many times on this podcast I've mentioned this many times I personally find myself I'm just going to uh, go put my feet up listeners and um, enjoy uh, what Lou has to say Um, so when we first met Yaz, you know, she she was like, it took me a while to finally find my feet with the companions, to be honest. I was more just like, oh my god. What is this doctor? What is it doing? Oh my god, it, it's making spoons! Like, I was so endorsed by 13 that it took a while for me to find my feet with the companions but then when I did I found myself constantly going to Yaz because like I said with Ryan he's such a good companion for like like people my age because they are like they are 19 in the show um granted they might be like 20 now but when they first joined the team when they joined the team they were 19 and having such young companions is always nice because you can find yourself related to them more and that's when especially with can you hear me like ryan going to his mate giving advice it was something that i felt comforted by and it's the same with yaz when we finally got to hear more about her backstory i found myself relating to how she was feeling and it was so inspiring to see how a character managed to get out of that position and granted she's still 
does have old habits like you know like you see her constantly being she constantly needs to be praised by 13 and it's like it, it's it's like I, I don't know how to explain it I feel like I'm gonna just go on a tangent here you know she is such an amazing companion like she has so many underlying issues that she like she's like when she went off to find an alien planet she was like so excited and it wasn't an alien planet but you know 13 still comforted her about it she was like you did good and then like she really does have a more like coming out of her shell moment in series 12 as we see in um you know Praxius, she goes off and finds her own planet, and then we see it again in um, da, 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 da. is it the Timeless Children? I believe it is. Yeah, Timeless Children, where she goes straight headfirst into a portal, which she does not know what's going to happen. You know, like she is such a headstrong, independent companion towards the end of series 12. And as we've seen with like the trailer, she's not given up trying to find 13, and it's like, She's so loyal and is always trying to do the good thing. And definitely no one snogs Byron as she specified, you know, pointing fingers as well. Like, jeez, woman, we're not going to snog Byron. I mean, maybe you will. Or maybe Ryan will. You never know. But, uh. Yes. Scott, would you like me to say some words about, about Yaz? Before I before, uh, of course, I would I love to say some again. words about Yaz. So obviously, I'm not going to be able to compete with um, with with the soliloquy um, and the monologues um, of, of you this episode. Um, but I will just say, like, listeners, I know that, you know, if you hear two people talking about Yaz, you may not uh, think this. I do really like Yaz. I do want to put that out there. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to be uh, gushing quite as much about Yaz, but I do really like Yaz. I just want to, you know, put that out into the world before I do get any comments um, uh, uh, saying anything of the such. Um, I've... It's just, it's just there's one more person that's more passionate about talking about her. It's the same as like if this was to be exactly episode, or like more... two weeks ago when we spoke about um, Sarah Jane. Yeah, so. Just don't go throwing any like, um, like assumptions out there about people's opinions exactly. on episodes. I will t- and characters. I will tell you it's very just, flat out if if an episode exists that I do not like. Fear <laughs> her. Sorry. Rings, rings are back again. It's my problem is not with the story. My problem is with the leaf at the end. Do you know what? Do you know what? When I finally get to see you in person, I'm going to give you a leaf. <laughs> it's going to be the most important leaf in history. Anyway, not the not the subject of what uh, I'd about to talk about. Yasmin Khan is it's such a great like concept as a companion to have someone who is, you know, she has a family, but it's not like really connecting her to Earth. You know, she she wants to come back a couple of times to visit her family. But it's not strong enough to not want her to to leave. Her, neither is her job, 
Um, you know, there's some really brilliant Yaz moments that you've mentioned and that I've already mentioned in the past. Um, I mean, my my one thing I just want to talk about that's going way to the almost present is just a tweet that um, Mandip Gill put out after um, Timeless Children, which is just her in the um, Cyberman outfit uh, with the caption just says Cybermandip. Uh, the fact that that is a thing that <laughs> no one said that about her until she herself put that, like, that was there. That was so obviously there, but no one said it. Um, Can we also talk about how many people theorise that Yaz mm-hmm. got turned into well, a Cyberman? It, would, it wouldn't be the you know first uh, companion uh, in recent times. Um, or, you know, non-white companion in recent times to be turned into a Cyberman by the showrunner. Um, sorry, 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 Moff, you know Suck that it, I'm guys. a big fan, but also curse you, Stephen Moffat. Um, that hurt my feelings. Also, do you know what is a really interesting thing about Yaz? Is that Yaz is very much like... I know we said we weren't going to make too many references that link Yaz and Rose... Um, but I, there is kind of like one thread that like I do want to go down uh, linking those two. I'm more than happy to discuss um, it, to be honest, because I, I do know where you're coming from with could, that statement. And I haven't even heard the Because we are going to get a, place. you know, most likely a just 13 and Yaz story um, line for series 13. And it like, it does feel very much the like, the way that the show started when it came back of doctor and companion and, you know, Rose was that model um, for the, for the new series. And, and Yaz is, is kind of very much in that sort of model, but there's kind of like two things that really link it. One is the fact that um, demons of the Punjab is essentially Yaz's father's day. It's, I want to go back and meet my family. Yeah. It's, and also, can we talk about how 13 was very sceptical about doing it, but because Yaz had asked, she was more than happy, but she was also, like, very sceptical. And then you get that amazing line of, like, we can't go back now, because if we do, your whole timeline can be erased. And we can't have a, no- we can't have a universe without, you know, Yaz. You know, like- <laughs> Simp! 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 And mm-hmm. also, like, puppy dog eyes. Yaz means, like speak my language or like the line the subtle lines where she's like just going to yeah like these really stupid one line it's like that's quite french that isn't it you know like there's some stuff that's like very like in my opinion like very mirroring mm-hmm. of how 10 was and rose. and the other one although that it never happened with rose i feel like it would have so so rose never meets um an incarnation of the master like in the show um however the shining that the master takes to Yaz, I feel like the master would have taken to Rose as well. Because if there's one thing that we know the master does, the master has a good eye for taking a shine to the doctor's companions. Like, we, we, you can go all the way back to, yeah. like, the relationship between um, Delgado's master and Joe Grant, which is, like, brilliant. You know, you can talk about, like, Ainley's with... Adric, you can talk about Missy and Clara, like which which we know we've spoken about on the podcast before. We know all about Missy and Clara's uh, relationship. 
But the the master like is- has this thing of like taking a shine to 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 a good companion, um, and I just I love the the uh, <laughs> the, the the master just subtly flirting with Yaz before revealing uh, who he is. Yeah, but half, most of the time there is. Or like you say, oh, we're gonna get close. Like I can feel we're gonna get pushed into this a fight. This is the perfect pistol, pistol, okay? This is not the cold scar. It's the perfect pistol. The universe is gonna be listening to you, and he's gonna be like, ah, oh, yes, evil Yaz. And then you're gonna put me God. into she this position where I'm just lying on. No, no, he's no, he's already. I, I didn't. No, he's he already written series, series thirteen. Yeah. But you're putting this out into the universe. What if he just like? What if he just suddenly like adds on a one-off uh, episode at the end? Of if the he 13th, if he does it and he credits you know, me he... saying that in this podcast, then I'm okay with it. Chris Chibnall, if you're listening, which of course we know Chris Chibnall listens to this because he listens to everything that young fans say, you know, because he's because he's getting back in touch <laughs> yeah, with know, his roots when he was a young like... fan complaining about uh, Pip and Jane Baker. Oh god, but also can we just. The master's one of line to Yaz of like. Do they say that? Saying looking nice and looking love. Why? Yes, he does. When then then it's followed by thirteen. I think she's a snap before. No, it's after. It's got to be after. Makes more sense to be after. We'll see. Uh... Um, you know, like the way he's teasing her, and she's. She's just, I feel like she's oblivious to it. And do you know why she's oblivious to it? And I know this is going to cause like faith, like half of our listeners to turn to turn off and 50 people who have never heard the podcast to just suddenly be in my inbox shouting at me. Um, Mandip Gill has said since season 11, she would be fine with the uh, relationship. Is this, is this the Thasmin conversation? She literally, yeah, it was happening. Um, She's always, she's like the captain of the ship, Mandip. She's like always posting like fan arts and stuff. And like in a recent interview, she says like it's like she she doesn't confirm or she doesn't confirm nor deny. She's like, it might happen, it might not, but like it was kind of sus. I don't know. But if there ever is going to be a 13 and Yaz relationship arc, 13 would not be the this is this is the this is except this is the except this is the reality, everyone. I know the fazzies that possibly listen are going to be like, now you're being oblivious. No, you're being blind. 13 does not have a love interest in Yaz as much as Yaz does her. Maybe there's like a subtle thing, but I feel like 13 gravitates more to Yaz because Yaz is a female and this is the first time we've seen the Doctor in a female body. Like, hasn't been a female in years, so obviously she's going to gravitate to the nearest female. It's, It's just how it is. Like, you know... Girls travel in packs, guys travel in groups, NBs travel in trains. You know, you travel with the people you feel the most comfortable with. So 13 is always just going to be comfortable around Yaz, which is why we're going to see a very different dynamic in season 13. But Yaz having feelings for the Doctor is possibly a big thing. Because, you know, she always looks at her with like these goo-goo eyes. And And a companion having feelings for the Doctor? That's never Um, happened before. (laughs) Jesus Christ, no. See, I don't think it would be a big thing. Maybe later on in Big Finish, there might be something. Who knows? It depends on what Chibnall does, really. If Chibnall does write in a 13 and Yaz relationship arc, thank you. You've done a good one. If he doesn't, okay. Don't care. But, like, like, 
Yaz has a very she interesting does. dynamic does. with Thirteen. Um, like she's always constantly. I think. I think the reason this this might be my personal um views being the literal like real incarnation mm-hmm. in my opinion of Yaz half the time. You know, Google wise for thirteen. <laughs> has has very questionable uh mental health choices <laughs> you know me and, me and yaz we just have a blood pack right now like uh yes I've, 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 scott scott you, you know you know how sometimes i start talking and then my mind just did it do that whiteboard erases itself yeah oh Thirteen. We were talking about thirteen and yes. Ah, got it. She's always looking to thirteen for gratification and like and and confirmation of what she's doing is or good. Like the whole gold star flip-flops. thing. <laughs> it's whatever, whatever. It's whatever. Or like every time thirteen praises Yaz, it, it must it it probably means so much to the character because. We saw in Can You Hear Me, like, she she was so negative towards the world and always, like, like when she was, like, she was always sceptical about people caring for her and stuff. And then the second 13 met her, she was like, I'm calling you Yaz because you're my friend now. Like, that instant gratification and just respect and love from 13 shown to Yaz must have meant so much to her and she's always looking for praise in the one person she knows she'll get it from because she she knows like that's someone who's genuine and um, you know telling telling it as it is you know like you know when you were in like primary school and your teacher tells you to shut up so you sit with your arms crossed and you put your thumb was, on your was that a, I, I wasn't sure if that was a rhetorical question or a bit yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. Do I do don't. I can't remember a primary school teacher telling me to shut up. Um. <laughs> well, not shut up. But yes, you know. I know. That, I know, know the sort, sort of thing that you are talking about. Yeah. You know, like you'd feel so if the teacher was like, "Oh, well, see, look, look at Scott. Scott's doing the right thing. Good job, Scott." You yes. know, like, and then you'd feel so proud in yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> that, that's that's that Yaz energy. energy coming from Yaz. <laughs> when... Okay, oh, yeah, I'll give you that. That's the Yaz energy from like 13. Like, like, as well, like, we see Yaz and Ryan as a duo. Like, they went to primary school together, but you know, you don't really <laughs> keep in touch with your primary school friends, as we can see. But they have such an interesting dynamic together and are always so positive and and you know looking out for each other like she's always keeping an eye on ryan whenever it's like so for example like having to climb a ladder she's like you you don't have to do this if you if you don't think you can she or like for him in kablam before they jump down him, the uh, like shoot and like there's this and also the train situation in um nikola tesla's night of terror um she waits on the other side for him, like, doesn't walk ahead. She just waits on the other side for him, ready to catch him if he needs to or whatever. You know, like, Ryan and Yaz as a duo is so incredible one, and it's like a, like, it's like a brother-sister type relationship. It really is. He has that moment in, um, in Spyfall where she was like, I, you know, I thought I was going to die, and Ryan just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let that happen to you. It's such a Brilliant. 
Yeah. It's such a protective plus, dynamic. Plus, he has his sister fancies Ryan. And then... <laughs> But but and, but and Yaz, Yaz, Yaz is, is so love. like no I'm not giving you his number uh, no I don't I don't I don't want my sister dating my friend okay. odds odds on Ryan when he gets back to Earth after the New Year special no 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 no, no. Ryan Ryan's too much of a good friend for that yeah but you know you never know friendship New <laughs> friends friends for the end Sonia and Ryan hey, anyway. And... I have an important question, Scott. Uh, are you two um, seeing I, each other? I, I don't know. Are, are, are I we? I think so, are we? <laughs> <laughs> How does 30... Right, this is something that really frustrates me. Ten rows. Yeah, but, yeah, but that was a long... Remember how long um, 12 was in the confession dial? It's been a long time. Okay. And all that time that 11 spent yeah, on Trends Law, like, like, it's a long well, time. 12 and, 12 and Missy, though. <laughs> <laughs> River. Jesus Christ. I, you know, my mind, my mind really is thinking yep. of all my favourite females in Doctor Who right now, and it's just not going great. No, like, 13 is not... They kind of write her like that a little bit at the beginning, so though. asking Yaz... <laughs> you, you mean... Apple That's bobbin. Very I love apple bobbin. Or like, or like grabbing a pe- like a bunch of soil from the floor, and, and she's like, "Want some?" You know, but like, she's not stupid. So why is it thirteen is not sure whether her and Yaz are seeing each other? Like, I'm sorry, what are you doing to be thinking that? You yeah, but thirteen doesn't what, realize um, who Ed Sheeran is. So, does she really need to know who Ed Sheeran is? Mm. I'm just saying. Just saying. Um, but in Can You Hear Me, which was that's, the that's I meant to focus on, but I kind of really I mean, went off on one. I'll, I think I'll, it's I'll come back. I'll come back. I can come back to it in my Not final thoughts. Yes. Can You Hear Me is such an important episode to the viewers as well as the, the characters. This was one of the first times they've ever really touched on like we had it in Vincent and the Doctor but this was one of the first times a main character that we've seen on the show has went through something and I don't know how to touch it without touching it because I don't want to Yaz ran away from home because she was not in a good place I think that's the way to and people were concerned for yeah. her. her sister was concerned. And you you know that feeling where you just feel like bleh. So like last Tuesday. Like you don't want to do anything, but you it's like an Yeah. Or any time across the summer for you. Actually, no, towards the end of the summer, start of the when you start going back to work. Yeah, go go with that. that. Yeah, hard cash does make a difference. And now she's 50p shorter than she was before. But, you know, we see an incredible moment where Yaz goes to visit the police officer who was the inspiration for her to become a police officer. She was the reason why, like, we get Officer Khan and, you know, the incredible, incredible line. We have to let the sirens on. It's such an incredible episode moment where, where you see her just hold out the 50p, like, 
and and it's so comforting and i would have loved it if they did mention more about what happened after um maybe they will in like a book or something you know how they do like companion books sometimes i would love to hear more about yaz's journey of self-discovery again call me a simp but yaz is just incredible and also the way like they haven't made her sexuality such a big deal whereas they did with kind of with bill you know they were constantly shoving like heather down our throats which you know i'm not mad about but you know like the fact that they haven't felt the need to address it and it's like oh well you know Yaz likes girls, Yaz likes boys, whatever. Yaz, Yaz likes blondes. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I, I really admire Yaz as a character and she does not let anything hold her back and it's inspirational. Would you I, like I mean, to say more? I will try words? and find something to say that you have not already um, said. <laughs> um, Yaz is really cool. Um, yeah, Yaz uh, does always uh, look out for Brian and for Graham, um, and 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 the Doctor as well. Um, at the <laughs> at, at the risk of at the yes, at the risk of of repeating you as, as you kind of systematically went through and said almost everything I have written in my notes about Yaz. I know, which makes it even more. I haven't impressive. even read your notes. <laughs> As, I was, I was just hearing you on, you know, on on your monologue and going like, said that, said that, said that, said that. Or oh, I've still got that. Oh no, you said that. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, now that you just brought up thirteen and Yaz, um, always looking out for thirteen. We see like Yaz being one of the people that is always trying to protect the Doctor, like especially in the Timeless Children. Where she was gonna go, yeah. and, you know. And as you already mentioned, she was the first one through the boundary into Gallifrey. You know, as soon as she knows that it's the Doctor's home world, she just straight on through. It's gonna be really cool to see what they do with thirteen years going forward into um, series thirteen. And also, we're gonna see some more Yaz and because we got very little Yaz and Jack so far. Um, based on what was said in the trailer, I just find it so ironic, right? This is going back to me pushing myself onto a character. I, I, I find it funny Um, where she was like to Jack, are you feeling insecure? Because you certainly need a lot of praise. <laughs> and, like, she's saying that to Jack, apparently. Like, yes. Why are you talking about... Because that is stuff? very much Captain Jack as well. Yeah. And it's going to be so cool to hey, hey, Doc. Them talk about the Doc. Hey, what's up? What's um, up, Doc? Hi, Doc. Oh, yeah, there Thank we you. Doc. Oh, my God. That was amazing. <laughs> for, the first, for the first time this, this episode, I'm impressed. Okay, okay. This episode, Scott, this episode. <laughs> have, oh, you, have you exhausted all monologues? I'm going to say some final thoughts, almost. Okay. I think these are sure. my final thoughts, and then you can do yours. I like I like doing it in that order. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say thank you, Chibnall. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was first laughing at you thanking Chris Chibnall and then laughing at the fact that those sirens are once again audible. Maybe you're hearing them, listeners, maybe you're not. Um, Lou, continue. Yeah. Do you remember the last time I was recording at my grandparents and we heard si- sirens? It's kind of yeah. it's kind of mirrored. Um, no, thank you, Chibnall, for actually writing Yasmin Khan into the world. No, thank you for like a bunch of other stuff that we didn't need. But, you know, thank you for making Yasmin Khan an existing person because without that, I would not have such a strong comfort character that I um, have such admiration for that I can speak for almost an hour to myself about. <laughs> literally L- literally like I, I i don't i don't think i've ever felt so strongly towards a character than i than i have yaz in a long time and getting to see can you hear me this year i know that's so weird so weird thing to start the year um just getting to see that episode and feeling so seen and heard by someone on a show I've loved since I was like a child it was a big big comfort moment and no matter what happens to Yaz um I'm just really happy with how they've written Yaz and how her dynamic with the fam is like she's she's definitely one of those companions which I don't think I'll ever let go spiritually you know she's like she can't obviously match to her but the way Sarah Jane is what what if in uh, 10 years time we get the Yasmin Khan adventures I (laughs) don't know how to continue speaking um words because I know Yas and the fam and 13 are not a lot of people's number ones and not even like close to being ranked good in some people's minds because they are so ignorant but the fact that I found my TARDIS team means a lot and 13, Yaz, Ryan, Graham they're all so incredible and it's going to be a shame seeing them leave um, and eventually Uh, yeah that's going to be quite a while off I think you know uh, dude, how, how, um, how am I Speaking gonna... from experience, when the 11th Doctor oh, regenerated, um, not very well, and at some point you will rant on Twitter for about half an hour about the new Doctor being cast, saying that there's no way that they can be the Doctor. Um, and then by the time that their series actually starts, you will come round to them, um, speaking from experience. How are you going to go? That should be my question. You know, if 13 regenerates anytime soon, I doubt it. But, you know, if they'd somehow do a big no-no and regenerate her at the end of I season 13, I don't think they will. Spam of but... text of me screaming and crying. And... <laughs> no. But, you know, you never know. It's Chibnall. He does whatever the hell Chibnall wants, True even that. though Chibnall has said himself in the past yeah. that he does not like what Chibnall's doing. Not exactly. But, yeah. You know, like, he's doing... Chibnall is doing to himself... I, I don't know if I can continue exhausting my love for Yasmin Khan because it could go on for a long time, but she just means so much to me and has such an incredible character, and I can't wait to see it explored more in season Brilliant. Two. I will try and muster That's up a thought thoughts. that has not been said by one of us before for my final thought. Look, I really like Yaz, obviously not to the level um, of you, um, as is clearly apparent. Uh, <laughs> um 
put Yaz has brilliant like relationships with each <laughs> of the other members of the main cast, which I love. She has great moments with Ryan, great moments with Graham and with um the doctor. Um she is, you know, kind of the almost taking on the the like pseudo doctor role when the doctor is not around, which I love. You know, she she goes off on her own and and doesn't get killed. Um, even if she doesn't actually discover a like new uh, <laughs> alien planet. Um, I do really love the scene at the end of Can You Hear Me where she does look up the uh, policewoman with the f- and the policewoman's like, yeah, I, of course I remember you. <laughs> and takes the 50p. You're the little brat that didn't listen to me. It's a brilliant moment. It's, um, yeah, what are Freddo's now? Like 25p? They're still 25p? They're 35 Jeez. Don't get no much way. change out of 50p for no, a Freddo. Like you did in my day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just like absolutely brilliant. You know, Yaz does have these, you know, lovely moments. Obviously, episodes like Demons of the Punjab and Can You Hear Me are so have like such a crucial tie to Yaz and her family. Um but you know, like, and there's those little bits of her police work sprinkled through in in Kablam and Witchfinders, uh, like it's it, it's it's really it's really cool and really brilliant, um, and she's she's a she's a cool character, you know, and as as we hear in um, Haunting of Villa Diodati, has certain feelings about the Doctor that she's traveling with um and yeah i i really like yaz and i can't wait for uh 13 and yaz thasmin or not in in series 13 nice now i just want to say like overall final thoughts and it's not about yaz this is the last episode of the year for this podcast um i i know right i just wanted to do something appreciative that you can look back on because I know you'll need this sometime. Um, I wanted to say thank you for listening. Not only the listeners, because you're all amazing, but to Scott too. Like he, we, we started this podcast during a pandemic of all sorts. And over that time, we've become really, really good friends. <laughs> like my best friend, actually, my best friend. And I, I know, like it was inevitable that we would do these episodes, like companion episodes and stuff. But right now, in this moment, I want to say thank you for letting me host the <laughs> Yaz episode. This one with Graham and Ryan, but you've given me a platform where I can talk so passionately about like the show that I love especially the TARDIS team that I love and you're always so positive about it and you're always so Bring positive about <laughs> some of the Doctor Who, not all of it I love you know but it has been an incredible year on this podcast, there have been ups, there have been downs, there have been left, there have been rights there have been diagonals, there has been polarities reversed and unreversed Yasmin Khan, I just spoke her language. <laughs> um, but overall, this podcast has meant so much, and I cannot wait to start the new year 
talking about new Doctor Who, which means new 13, which means new fam, which means new things. And next year, there's going to be new Doctor Who. You are just, so welcome. Really um, and and I mean, I if I can just echo, uh, thank you, listeners. Like when we sat down on, you know, when we sat down in like April and May, um to plan this when we sat down on the the 18th April. of may this year when we recorded our pilot and our first ever episode um i would never have thought that we would have accomplished what we have done this year so like thank you so much to anyone who has listened to like a second of this i mean if you've only listened to like one second then like i don't know but, but no on a serious point anyone who has listened to an episode of this podcast like thank you so much for your support and your kind words and you're not kind words as well you know because we're we're positive the majority of the time but that doesn't mean that everyone has to be um and lou thank you for being such an amazing co-host and uh, co-collaborator on the first few months of this podcast and i cannot wait to see what we produce in uh, 2021 uh, yes, listeners, this this episode, which comes out on New Year's Eve, we will be back kind of in the next few days. We do not know exactly when our review of uh, Revolution of the Daleks is coming out, um, but it will be you know within the first few days of the new year. So keep an eye on the social medias and on the podcast, on your podcast feeds. Um, there will be a review of new Doctor Who out. And at the end of that, we will also explain our plans for the podcast in 2021. Now, I just want to say a quick thing, Scott, and it's going to be a joke, so don't take it too heartedly, but it's a joke. Was that it? <laughs> I, I just said all of that to you and... Was that it? Hey, hey, I'm... I'm, 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 from, I'm from Essex, mate. Is That's it? a love letter. <laughs> sort of. You know what? It's, it's on my postcode, but I don't normally like tell people I'm from Essex. I didn't know you were from Essex. <laughs> oh, shut up. This man Sorry, is from Essex. Listen, thank man. you for listening to the final ever episode. <laughs> um, thank, thank you to um, <laughs> Mark. My, my Have you? I was, I was going to try and like quote the doctor talking about Sarah Jane. Like, thank you to my best friend for. Um, joining me on this podcast ride um and and i will you know hand it over to you let you uh, uh take us out so thanks for listening and until next year this is the subwave network signing goodbye off. the last time in this really nice thanks year. for listening goodbye. enjoying the podcast consider giving us a review on apple podcasts or tell your friends about us want to find out more you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash subwave network. Follow us on Twitter at subwave underscore podcast or on Instagram at subwave network. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel featuring interviews and other cool vids. What if we do something it hasn't dealt with before, like reverse the polarity or something? Yasmin Khan, you speak my language. <laughs>